This is Real Moms 2 Podcast. We are the podcast for the mom who is looking to connect with other relatable, empathetic, authentic, liberated moms. Welcome to your virtual mommy village. If you love what you hear, leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. And if you really, really love us, leave a comment. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Real Moms 2. That's T-O-O. Hey everyone, this is Alana Park. And I'm Sia Chekwa. Welcome to Real Moms 2. We are so excited to be back to our official first episode. Of season two. Of season hey, two. Hey, we back. Yes, we are. Popping, popping, popping. We are back <laughs> and we are excited to talk about boundaries today. Yes, because it's probably the number one reason why we took a break. Yes, it is the number one reason. We were like, look, okay, I'm I want to actually enjoy my summer. <laughs> I'm tired. We need to take a break. I need to regroup. Let's reconnect with our, our one with ourselves. <laughs> yes, ourselves, our families, and ourselves. <laughs> but this is important to us because we've just been getting friends and saying on social media. Go ahead, see it. What you be seeing, girl? Okay, so I literally see this. I'm not kidding you almost every day. How does she do it? Y'all been lying to mm, me. Mm-hmm. I don't know how y'all hold it all together. There is no way y'all doing all this stuff. They've been lying like, no, boo. We not lying. It's just that you only see part of what's going on. We not keeping it all together. This is true. First <laughs> of all, I, I want to apologize because I feel like I am a part of the problem. Um, <laughs> I am not going to admit to that, but go ahead. No, I know I am. <laughs> People really think I'm out here killing it. And I, I will say, I do feel like I'm killing it too. You are. But, but this is something very important that we all must understand. I am a stay-at-home mom. So this summer, we did do a lot. And um, we had fun. But I will tell you, this fall, a girl has been feeling it. Okay? <laughs> I'm like, woo. Like after effects from yes. the summer. Yes, it's been it's been real. So overall, though, we want to talk about personal boundaries. We want to talk about what that means and how do we move forward to having what we're going to call healthy boundaries. Yes, healthy boundaries is where we're targeting today. So let's be honest and we're going to keep it real because that's our new thing. We're going to keep it real on this show. We're going to keep it real and talk about before we're healthy boundaries, before you get to healthy boundaries, which most of us are not operating in. So let's recap and go into what are boundaries, what are our personal boundaries and what does that look like? Thankful for you all. I have been in therapy (laughs) and my therapist helped me with some, you know, worksheets okay, and things. Us, yes. And so the first one says, <laughs> what are personal boundaries? Personal boundaries are limits and rules we set for ourselves within relationships. Okay. A person with healthy boundaries can say no to others when they want to, but they are also comfortable opening themselves up to intimacy and close relationships. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) Yes, right? That's the boundary. That's the balance. Because there's also different types of character traits that people kind of carry depending on the type of boundary they have. Lord, my child is here. Yes, little baby Elia. Little baby Elia is here to talk with us. We're hitting her nap time, guys. So, you can have a rigid boundary, a porous boundary, and you can have a healthy boundary. So, I'm just going to run through these really quickly. Your common traits for a rigid boundary is avoids intimacy in close relationships, unlikely to ask for help, has few close friends, 
very protective of personal information, may seem detached, even with romantic partners, keeps others at a distance to avoid the possibility of rejection. Ooh. What does that sound like? Are you hinting at me? No. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, okay, well, let's just keep going and you'll tell me who you are. Okay. Porous boundaries. Overshares personal information. Difficulty saying no to the request of others. Over-involved with others' problems. Dependent Ooh. on the opinions of others. Accepting of abuse or disrespect and fears rejection if they do not comply with others. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. So basically, you can have a mixture of these boundaries. Okay. I'm not I think lie. I'm a mix. Which ones do you think you kind of relate to? I think I'm a mix of both, but probably a little bit more porous than rigid. That's what I was thinking. About me? Yes. <laughs> when you said it, I was like, mm. You know me. You know me too well. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, so I struggle with saying no. That's like one of my biggest things. And yeah. it's not, not not so much at work. I guess maybe I take on a little bit more at work than I should, but I just really like doing my job. Mm-hmm. But I definitely struggle with saying no to some friends when they want to do stuff. So I just I just like avoid <laughs> the conversation. <laughs> and I definitely struggle with family because I always feel like Ooh, it's your family. Like I can't I can choose help. them. Yeah. And so that just goes to show like I know I'm not the only one as I know a lot of my friends do this like. Part of it is because we're like a generation of over. Yes, we're a generation of fixers, but we're like excelling in our careers and financially beyond what our parents have done. And women themselves are more educated, you know, Mm -hmm. taking on higher roles and careers. And so we tend to operate as superwoman in almost every area of our lives, even though we may not be the superwoman we we claim we are in that area. So say we are have family that you know they ain't financially sound, but we make the most money in our family. So mm-hmm. then we, you know, it's like we feel like we them. have to carry right. that burden and that load. Like, well, they did this for me, so I have to give it back. Yes, to them. and it's worse as a mother. Like, oh my gosh! So as women, we're like that successful well, career women sometimes. I'm going to be honest, though. So this is what happens when, for me, what kind of made it a good thing that I kind of had Tyson early. Okay. Early in my career, I had Tyson. I was pregnant with Tyson. Like, I got pregnant two months after I graduated college, y'all. Mm-hmm. But the beauty of it was I set boundaries early. Okay. So what Whether they were like? financial boundaries. Okay. Whether they were time boundaries. Um, one, I live over six hours away from my family. Okay. So you was, so very it was easier quickly, to say no. It was very quickly <laughs> able to, you know, he's little, he's a baby. I don't really want to travel with a kid. <laughs> we, we had a whole episode on traveling with kids. Right. It's, it's, hard. it's hard. So I was able to set some boundaries early, but I will say my emotional boundaries and my time boundaries Ooh. were the ones. But let me, let's okay. take a pause real okay. quick. So, what are healthy boundaries? Okay. There, there is a such thing. Values own opinions. Doesn't compromise values for others. Mm-hmm. Big one. Shares personal information in an appropriate way. Does not over or undershare. Okay. She just sound perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> knows personal wants and needs and can communicate them. Oh, she knows them. She okay. knows what they are. As women, we are so indecisive. <laughs> one more no. Accepting when others say no to them now how many people you know they just don't know what no means 
And I ain't talking about your kids. I'm talking about grown, bleep, 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 adults. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, there are a lot of people, if you tell them no, it's like personal attack. Yes. Well, why can't you come to my birthday party? Because I'm tired. Mm-hmm. And you're different now that you're a mom. Uh, Excuse yeah. me. Yes, I am. My body she just woke went me up at 2 o'clock at night. <laughs> and then I still got to get up in the morning to go to work and yes. work out and cook dinner and mm-hmm. get her in a bed. So and I ain't heard you volunteer to help with any of it. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> so no, I don't want to come to your party. Now, I don't have a problem telling you no, I'm not coming to, to that. <laughs> but I don't, I don't think I communicated clearly. So I might say no passively. Mm. Like I struggle with like, dang, it is her birthday. I should go. But then it's going to take me 30 minutes to get she there. She only turned 31. 30 minutes to get back. Then it's like 20 minutes to get dressed, 20 minutes to take a shower and get back in the bed. That's a whole, that's like Look, two hours. This is what happens when you live in the boonie sphere. Okay, first Let of me all. shut up. Okay, <laughs> so most people have a mix of different boundaries, as we kind of mentioned before. And see, you hit it right on the knob. Sometimes... You can have different boundaries depending on the environment. Okay. So you can have healthy boundaries at work, porous boundaries in a romantic relationship, and maybe a mix three, a mix of all three with your family. So it just depends. And um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's where I'm going. Okay. Oh, and then real quick though. Okay. Depending on the culture that you were raised in. Right. Because you know, in our culture, black men emotions. What's that? <laughs> they they're they're non-existent women you allowed to cry what yeah no. and i mean if you want to think like culturally Elliot. sorry y'all she, <laughs> she's shaking the table culturally there is this perception that women are strong black women and they literally can take and handle and carry everything even pain yes Crazy. so with that being said that brings on a whole nother layer yeah, as black it does. women it too, does. but I mean, the the part that I think adds on top of that, like the icing on the cake, is motherhood. Like, yeah, motherhood will make you, especially now because of social media and television, will make you feel like you suck at life, girl. <laughs> and don't, and we don't even want to get on that little checkbox that we have, the checklist that we have, all the goals that we want to like, reach. And I hate the hashtag mom goals because I feel like, what does that even mean? You know, that's funny because I hate relationship goals. (laughs) Like, none of y'all know what I had to go through to get my relationship to where it is now. And all we see is that snippet on social media. And we keep comparing ourselves to celebrities who have an entire team. Right. Helping them. Do everything. Everything. And I think, too, when you say hashtag mom goals or hashtag relationship goals, it tells you that there's a finish line. And to me, motherhood right. is an ever-evolving process. There I'm is no fear. finish line. Because you're right, because a goal, you, you get to it and, and you, you stop. stop. Like, yeah. I don't think that's fair to put that weight on her. So <laughs> Here I am lecturing, giving y'all some knowledge, and she dropping toys in the background. <laughs> but again, like, that is that is what I feel like is why we struggle with setting boundaries because we're yeah. like, well, she doing this. She take mm-hmm. her kids to school. She cooks dinner. It looks picture perfect. Then she's dressed. She's super fit. Her yeah. kids are very well mannered. 
And then you're like, how the heck do I get to reach that? So now we giving ourselves and a finish line to attain that is unattainable because nobody lives that life 24 seven by themselves. So what do you think people really doing see it? Like, I think that they have a village. Like I really think that they have a village or they only showing you a snippet of the re- reality that they're living. I'm going to tell you all for me and like, We've talked about it briefly on the stay at home mom episode. One of the reasons I decided to stay at home is because I was trying to do it all and it was stressing me out. And so I say all that to say, let's not negate that I was a working mom with my for for six years with kids, you know. Right. Um, And I've done both and you still have to figure out what works best for you. Okay. Right. But my point is, it wasn't always like this. Right. And it took me quitting my job, quitting my career. Or, <laughs> I'm not even going to say quitting, putting it on pause. Mm-hmm. Not now, not yet, not now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To. <laughs> you did it. Give myself the reset button. Just hitting that reset button. What's important for me right now? And being okay with that because. Our society is not telling black women to quit their careers to stay at home with their kids. It's just not. Girl, they're not telling nobody. No matter yeah. who. They, they're really society? Because, hello, we live in America right now. Mm-hmm. I just saw something today about the l- amount of maternity leave that other countries receive. Girl, it's like you off. Years. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> 18 yeah. months? 16 yeah. months? 9 months? Them 6 weeks ain't nothing. 9, you know, like that. So then, it, so basically, society is telling you, as a mother, you could be a mom, but you gonna bring your butt back here and do what and I need you to do. This is way more important than that job. And Anybody seen Brazen Dion? By the way, I feel bad for her a, on that show. Great show, but Netflix, by the way. The reason I pointed her that show out specifically, though, because she was really struggling with setting boundaries with her job mm-hmm. because one, she's a single mom, she has to work. But the companies were really making her late to her kid's birthday parties. Those are not healthy boundaries. We have to start off from the beginning, even in our careers. I have to tell moms this all the time. Like, you are a mom. It's okay. Yes, your career is important. But so are your children. So let's try to find some balance. But because we have been conditioned that we must work. And and we must do all these things. We must do it all. But more importantly, it was, I think sometimes we don't realize that People are a lot more understanding when you're upfront with them. Up, yes. When you're honest with them upfront. Yes. So if you just, because, and my husband, men are so much better at this than oh, we are. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. My husband, I'm like, hey, uh, you better hurry up and get to work. I'm going to get there when I get there. Yeah. And that I work think, gonna still I be there. I also think society is a little bit less lenient. Like, oh, if, yeah. With men, because with us, they're like, oh, here she go. Yeah. And then the opposite, too, is if you're like, you're super strong and you're like, I'm, I'm a, a, you're assertive, strong is the wrong word. If you're super assertive, then you're like a B or uh-huh. she mean. And they're like, how did you, they'll be, they'll be shocked that you even have a family or a mom because of your work personality. I think like society just looks at women differently and the standard for what we will and will not tolerate changes. So I, I don't think that. I don't think that's fair, but it's I also not. think that we have to own who we are so that we make society change their way they yes, think about us. Yes, and that's really by what, what we was, say. Yeah, that's what I was kind of getting at is because when you are, and I'm on the career thing, but it took me two careers, third baby, to say, I'm not ready. I'm not ready to go back to work. 
I have paid into this short-term disability. I'm going to use this short-term disability and nobody going to make me feel bad about using it. Or no, my kids get off at 3.30 out of school. I need to be there to pick them up. I'm picking them up. Like sometimes we're just going to have to assert ourselves in places that need to be asserted. No, grandma. I told you no candy. The answer is no. Don't. Right. You're going to give them candy. They might not be able to hang out with you. I mean, you don't got to be that extreme, you know, <laughs> but I'm just saying. That's another like, episode for yes, another day. It is. But. Okay. So. Setting our boundaries. We made some strong points. So for people listening, how do they apply this to their life? So how do we create these healthy boundaries? How do we say no? How do we address things so that we're not overexerting ourselves and causing so much stress because if we're not healthy women, then we can't be healthy mothers and then it affects our children. They see yeah. that, they learn their behaviors from us. So what can we provide or do for ourselves and our listeners to help strengthen our setting boundaries? Well, first off, well, I wanna mention something that we haven't yet, which is we are not therapists. So oh yes, absolutely <laughs> we are not, not. Expert, experts. So I just say that to say, don't hold us to this word. Like, yes, still go do your it. research. Go get a counselor if you need it. But there are different types of boundaries when it comes to personal boundaries. Physical, intellectual, emotional, sexual, material, and time. So I would say the first thing to do is to figure out what is, is the physical boundary rigid, porous, or healthy? Is the emotional boundary rigid porous or healthy like okay. figure out which boundaries you're struggling are healthy, with yeah. which ones are porous which ones are rigid and why yeah is it something that happened in your past yeah did you see your mom or dad do x y and z so you feel like you have to live up to that as well mm -hmm. are you comparing yourself to friends social media whatever that is i think we that's a big one so first acknowledging okay i have a porous boundary when it comes to my job mm -hmm. oh i have a rigid boundary when it comes to relationships like i don't have any close friends that i can just call right. on and vent to with no judgment you know so let's try to figure out the why i think elia has something she wants to say clearly because i don't even know what she just said <laughs> <laughs> so first step is acknowledging where you are on the spectrum when it comes to personal boundaries whether it be time material mm -hmm intellectual personal physical all that stuff okay good so then after that what do we do what do we do with this information so i personally feel like once you know where you are then you know how you can address things yeah that is very helpful and it's going to be give and take um right. it's going to be a you're gonna have to be intentional okay about practicing a, right how to say no um, one, so for me, one of my boundaries that was rigid slash porous is my emotional boundaries. Okay. How um, so? Because, so let me just read what they have. Refers to a person's feelings. Healthy emotional boundaries include limitations on when to share and when not to share personal information. For example, gradually sharing personal information during the development of a relationship as opposed to revealing everything to everyone. Emotional boundaries are violated when someone criticizes, belittles, or invalidates another person's feelings. Okay, so one thing about me, any person who has known me from when I was like younger, even through college, will tell you, ooh, y'all, Lana has come a long way. <laughs> and even still, some people will still try to, try to negate my growth. <laughs> um, 
but I was really big on criticizing and belittling other people, making them feel bad, like, oh, and then just masking it with, well, I'm being honest, and I'm just telling it like it is, um, but at the expense of hurting other people's feelings. So now I'm kind of in a transition as to figuring out why was I like that? Why was I like that? And a part of it was because I was very overprotective of my personal information. Um, I had close relationships, but not really, because I was trying to hide things that I felt ashamed of in my childhood. And so now I'm at a point where I'm trying to find the balance, Um, finding the balance of not oversharing, for instance, episode when I'm like, yeah, my husband makes me blah, you know, <laughs> that would probably have been oversharing. You know, that was a little porous. <laughs> a May- little. Hopefully it helped some women, maybe, or maybe y'all just got a good laugh. One or the other. <laughs> <laughs> but just really trying to be better at at it. So I, I don't want to, long story short, I don't have, I don't think it's a one shoe fits all oh, type yeah, of solution. Oh, absolutely not. But the biggest thing has been protecting my peace. Mm, That's good. So as women and mothers, we tend to overexert ourselves in every area, I I think. But when we do that, then we aren't protecting our peace. So that's definitely a good area. Once you know where you're struggling, to figure out how you can operate to protect that. Because... You only get one life, one body, one mind. Yeah. You only get one chance to raise your kid. <laughs> like, so you don't want them to carry on these this baggage or, you know, yeah, unhealthy well, boundaries. Then too, being honest with your kids, That's letting true. them know, look, I'm stressed out. I'm having a rough morning. So if I'm a little snappy with you, this is why. It's not. Yeah. I'm not giving it a like saying it's okay right but they kids need to understand that we're human yeah like so and i think that's why we struggle now because we we believed our parents and grandparents did so much they walked on water right next to jesus girl you (laughs) went we're like well my mom had four kids and she did all this by herself yeah it's like eh, she probably did but she i mean that's not why, like that's that. why she stressed out like you know i mean some of that stuff is not healthy but then also too like again so after you acknowledge and then you try to protect your peace, you have to find a village. Like we say that all the time. And it sounds so cliche, but you literally cannot parent and mother and raise a child without a village. So whether yeah. that's this virtual one that we're creating here through the podcast or your church or some friends or your family, you have to be able to say, I can't do X, Y, and Z. Can you help me? Yeah. And it, it and communicate so that clearly so that you're not overexerting yourself, so that you're not overworking yourself, so that you're not dragging yourself through the mud to just do the bare minimum so that you look good to everyone else. Because your yeah. kids are going to see, and they're going to be impacted by your negative attitude, your energy levels are low. Like, they can tell from, like, science will tell you this, and I don't have the research today, but I will find it eventually. <laughs> but normally, like, there are science that shows you that kids can pick up your energy from the time they're born. Oh, like, and, and the it time culti- in their womb. And it cul- the womb. Yes, and it mm-hmm. cultivates how their brain operates because of what you're giving out and like your energy. So yeah. if that is if it's that strong, then you really got to address the fact that, like, I need to do something and get help before I freaking drug myself through the mud trying to prove and take my kids through it. Who are we really proving this to? 
boom, there it is. Like, and I'm telling you guys, seriously, quitting my job for me was the best peace protector I could have ever done <laughs> because I was, I, I had the house, I had the job, I had the salary mm-hmm. and I still didn't feel fulfilled. And now we broke as a joke and I feel so much more happy. I'm not saying I still don't have stressors right. and things of that nature, but, um, I just feel like a more healthier person. Mm-hmm. Like, but again, you're going to have your days and, and you're not going to be perfect. Seriously. No. Talk to your kids about it. Like this morning, we had a crazy morning. We locked the keys in the car, and I looked at the kids and said, "Daddy is not in a good mood." And how? So I'm not saying. I told them like, you know, your what you do that should not affect Daddy, but I I wouldn't put myself in a position to make him more mad. <laughs> and That's how did they respond say. though? Like, what and was their response? So Tyson was like, "All right, cool." Raylan was like, "Well, I don't. I got a bad mood too. <laughs> if Daddy mad, I'm mad." <laughs> You know, good old Rayleigh. And I was like, Ray, she said, I'm not ready for school. I was like, what do you mean? I just need to calm myself down. That's what she told well, me. Well, look at God. Okay, but, but see, that's a but teachable moment. This was a teachable moment for me to help her learn her boundaries. Exactly. Because for me, it was, okay, just because daddy having a bad day doesn't should never rain on your parade. You yeah. can empathize with him. You can sympathize for him. But you got to make a choice. But you get to decide how Raylan's going to have, what kind of day Raylan's going to have. Right. And I said, what about being the light for him to maybe make him feel better? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, and, and I am really big on what you do does not determine another person's feelings. Mm-hmm. But I do understand that the type of energy that you bring to other people can definitely impact them positively or negatively. And that's so key because that's something that people don't learn today, like 45 years old. You no, know what I mean? Like very, we don't, yeah. we don't, we talk about our emotions, but we don't talk about it in the way that's like healthy. Like you have to choose how you're gonna feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? But again, that that's for them. So that's definitely good. But I also think too that when we set these healthy boundaries, we have to learn how to be clear about what we're looking for, what we need. So like communication. So like I said earlier, I struggle with saying no, yeah. but it's not so much saying it, it's how I say it. So yeah. being passive is not a healthy boundary. Texting it might not, not be a healthy They communi- don't get that real emotion behind Right, that's it. not setting a healthy boundary. I'm just text them and tell them I ain't coming or no, I don't want to do and that. And people will test those boundaries, especially if they're used to you being a certain way. Mm-hmm. So if, they, if you say no, oh, she don't really mean to go ahead and bring the other girl. She don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I said no. Or no, I really can't do that today because I'm tired. And don't feel, and this is one thing for me, like I have to learn not to feel guilty about my no. That part. Because. Come on, I'm about to channel my inner willow. <laughs> red table talk. Yes. <laughs> because if I don't, if I feel guilty about it, then. Then you start second guessing, well, maybe I should change mm-hmm. my mind or let me find another way to kind of do what I said I wasn't going to do in the first place. If I said I'm not cleaning the kitchen yeah, and I'm like, shoot, now I feel guilty. I'm thinking about, well, if I put her to bed now and then if I take a shower real quick and if I hurry <laughs> up, I could probably do the dishes before I go to bed. I and just look, said no. <laughs> but I, I honestly feel like this conversation, not only does it help you set healthy boundaries, but it helps you protect the people you care about and love around you boundaries right because now if i have healthy boundaries and i see see us trying to create her healthy boundaries then i have to respect her no as well right you know and just even if it makes me feel some kind of way Mm -hmm. like 
Her no means no. And I'm literally going through this with my brother right now. Um, long story. But at the end of the day, we reminded each other we both love each other. I want you to protect your peace just like I'm going to protect my peace. And being okay with agreeing to disagree sometimes right. is an amazing, healthy boundary. It's really good. All conflict is not bad conflict. Because I think we... There's sometimes at work we'll overextend ourselves. Okay? Oh my they ask you to do a project. You know you can't do the project. That's not even in your job description. You're going to do it because you know X, Y, and Z not going to do it right. But and why are we saying look, no? you ain't going to get paid no extra. <laughs> no extra money. But we're doing it for acceptance. Like a lot of times when we don't have healthy boundaries, it's for other people. Like yeah. to please other people, to make to feel other, to appreciate it, or to look good in the face of other people. Yes. So again saying no and saying it not passively not aggressive but just being assertive so yes. we have something about assertive communication and alana is really good at this she said that she's been working on being assertive but when you're being assertive you have to because we said earlier that this issue whatever the issue is is our issue so when you're being assertive mm-hmm. address it as i feel this way so use i statements yeah I feel so what is an example of an I statement so say someone says I want you to go out with me girl we need a night out you need a break which again like we said this is not like clear cut now you know if you need that break and your your girlfriend is being a good friend and getting you out go (laughs) go out but when you're like you've had a terrible day you've overexerted yourself you're tired the baby didn't sleep last night and sometimes you just need some time for yourself you need to say no, but you need to communicate why, or, or maybe it's a birthday party you missed or whatever. So what would be an example yeah, of that? Yeah, she didn't really give a good scenario. I'm probably, not. Honest. <laughs> probably not, because you probably should go out. No, no. So the example would more so be like your friend wanted you to go out, but you weren't able to go out because of whatever. Okay. And But now your friend's attacking you. Like, okay. you don't care about me and da 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 So maybe your I feel statement could be, I feel like you don't value my time when you because hmm, okay guys so I we're feel gonna have to like work through this I one. feel like you're attacking <laughs> me when you make me feel like I need to do what you said I need to do even though I clearly said I cannot do that somewhat yeah that's like a mediocre one I wasn't that strong but yeah, cut this out <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to come up with a good one y'all let me think let me think okay but oh I got it because I, I really struggle with this. So somebody asked me to borrow some money, right? Oh, girl, no. Yeah, this is a this is a good easy one. Go ahead. <laughs> so family w- will make you. Oh, that's our line because we trying to be respectful, y'all. Time. That's a reminder that we uh, at our thirty minute mark. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so someone asked you to borrow money. It's a family member. They're like, well, why you won't give it to me? I know you got it. Ooh, blah blah blah. The guilt trip. You always. You don't never help me. I'm gonna be evicted. I'm gonna. You know, like and you start to. Even though you already said no, they still talking about why you ain't give it to them and making you feel bad. Oh, can I do that? I feel? Okay, go ahead. I feel like you are taking advantage of me when you continuously ask me for money, knowing I have my own family. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so typically that that is a great response, but they're going to come back. So oh, they what will. do we say? After? Look, sometimes you just have to distance yourself from people right i'm not i look uh, even your mama even your <laughs> mother-in-law even your father True. you know 
Now, you, money is one that I feel like we, look, that, that's probably a that's little a bit ba- easier. That's know a boundary, than, though. That's a material boundary that some people will cross, especially, again, if they're used to you doing it. Yes. But you can do this with your children. I have to done this with my children. Look, I really feel like you really make me sad when I have to remind you to do something. That's a good one. Over and over again. I make it feels like you don't listen to me. Yeah. Like you don't care about <laughs> or me. even to your village too, because Girl. sometimes you have to be very clear about what you need from your village. Yeah. And when they say they're gonna help you and you've asked for the help, then you have to make sure that you're clear about what that looks like because sometimes they'll be like yeah i got your back girl and then you say okay i I need need this this." and then you they go ghost on you like well what happened (laughs) (laughs) so then you have to be clear like i'm here i am reaching out for help as you part of my village it hurts my feelings when i feel like you don't hear what i told you i needed yes because yeah. when you express your needs, because now you're being healthy and you don't get that in return, it really, it hurts even worse. But it's going to help you over weed time. out some people, okay? Oh, okay I'm not going to lie. It's going to help you weed out who's really here for you and who's not. And how to keep that boundary safe and healthy. Yes. So my big word, two words this I guess last quarter really have been protect my peace, protect your, that's three words, protect <laughs> your peace, protect my peace. <laughs> so we can't count. We had earlier interrupted us a lot. This is, we are keeping it real. <laughs> we are, look, we are y'all mom friends. <laughs> and I wanted to explain mom friends before we close. Okay. So you know how you got your girlfriends? We are your mom friends. Yes. Because we are moms and we are your friends and we get you and you are not alone. No, we are not super moms. You are super mom. It just looks different. It looks different for everyone. The season. Mm-hmm. It's not to say I won't ever work again. Right now I'm not. <laughs> okay. It's not to say you won't be a stay at home mom. Maybe you will. Maybe you never will. You know, maybe you won't be able to start that business just yet. Right. But it doesn't mean you will never be able to. Just timing, you know, and being honest with yourself. About time, where you are. Time boundaries is one as well. That's that's the biggest. I think that's the biggest one we struggle with. But yeah. if we can be clear about what we want what we want, acknowledge it. What do we say? acknowledge? What you need? Acknowledge it. Communicate that. C- figure out which type of boundary you have, and mm-hmm. how do we work towards getting those towards those healthy boundaries? And we will post the link to therapistaid.com so that you can refer to these. Um, documents these worksheets for yourself yeah go through them with your friends and family and like I said it's going to be different you know you might be rigid in intimacy but you might still be dependent on the opinions of others right you know, those and are it, two different types of boundaries and it'll be helpful for you in the long run if you could do a better job for yourself then you could do a better job for your friends and family and then in the end you do a better job for your children because that I mean at the yeah. end of the day we're raising young adults. We are. We are. Yeah. And they're watching us. Yes. So you set those healthy boundaries and they'll start setting healthy boundaries as well. Amen. Wow. Okay. That was a great first episode. Yeah. I loved it. I think we spoke about a lot of things that are very strong that we can uh, continue to elaborate throughout this season. Yes. And continue to work on ourselves. Again, we are, are not completely there. Like, 
if I add something else in my kid's schedule, I'm going <laughs> to lose my mind. I mean, I was I feel like I was talking to myself the whole time, like, girl, get it together. <laughs> but the truth is, we just got to keep it real because the reason we discussed this is because it's something we struggle with. We're not trying to preach to y'all. But yes, definitely. for sure. We're struggling. Okay. Well, that's all we have for today's episode. Thank y'all for tuning in to Season 2, Episode 1. This is Alana Parks. I'm Sia Chekwa. We're real moms, too. <laughs>